0: Growing older is a natural part of life. Despite everyone's best efforts to stay young, growing older is something that happens to everyone. However, the popular belief is that our older generation is more susceptible to scams. While that may not be 100% accurate, it is true that there are many scams intended to target seniors. If you have an older loved one that you want to help remain safe from scams, today's tip gives you seven ways to help keep your loved one safe. This is Cybersecurity Made Personal. Helping you stay safe in a connected world. This is Cybersecurity Made personal. Hello and welcome to the Cybersecurity Made Personal podcast, the safest podcast on the internet. I'm your host, Jim Herman. We begin, as always, with the security alerts, and I have three security alerts for you today. We start with some bad news for fans of Chick-fil-A, after the chicken company announced that an attacker had taken over a number of accounts on its Chick-fil-A One app. The company said accounts were accessed between December 2022 and February 2023. While many people online were quick to blame Chick-fil-A for the problem, the victim's lousy password practices were the actual culprit. When you use the same password for all of your accounts, criminals who get that password from one place will not hesitate to try it elsewhere. In other news, customers of DISH Network may have had trouble accessing their online accounts earlier this month thanks to a ransomware attack that affected its customer service systems. The satellite company said the breach impacted internal communications call centers, and internet sites. It also stated the attackers extracted data from those systems and that the extracted data could potentially include personal information. But Dish wasn't the only company affected by ransomware recently. There have been multiple instances of hospitals or other medical providers also being affected by ransomware in the last two weeks. In one instance in Barcelona, the city's main hospital had to cancel thousands of appointments for non-critical care after many computers across the property were shut down due to an attack by the Ransom House gang. In another instance, the Black Cat gang began publishing data on its site, including photographs of breast cancer patients. The Lehigh Valley Health Network was the apparent victim although it says the attack was limited to one single practice do you want to be notified when we release a new episode or when there's an important alert that could affect your online safety if so visit cybersecuritymadepersonal.com/email and sign up for our email list it will be the safest email in your inbox each week. And don't worry, we won't sell your email address or share it with anyone other than our email service. Once again, that's cybersecuritymadepersonal.com/email. And now on to today's tip. Scammers will use whatever advantage they can get to trick people into giving them money. While some scams are intended for a wider audience, many are more targeted to specific groups of people. One group that gets targeted often is our oldest generation. While they do tend to be better at using their life experience to be skeptical of certain types of scams, They are also often more trusting of others and tend to get confused when it comes to technology. Someone can quickly gain the trust of a senior citizen by appearing to know what they're talking about when it comes to tech. If you have an older family member or friend, you might have seen that person struggle to use or understand technology. A person who barely understands their device Won't know if a person who says their computer is infected is telling the truth. More often than not, that person will go along with the smooth talking scammer and fall right into their trap. So, if you have an older loved one that you want to protect, here are seven things that you can consider. First, keep open communication with your loved one, check in on this person regularly and pay attention to signs that they might have fallen victim to a scam. If your loved one suddenly has a new best friend or is trying to isolate from you, it's a definite warning sign. Also, don't automatically trust a new friend just because they've met in person. Some people could take advantage of personal friendships in order to scam others, especially if that person is desperate or their victim has a lot of money. If your loved one has a caregiver, you should also pay attention to how much time the caregiver spends with your loved one. While it's not something you want to think about, a caregiver can use that position to exert influence over a senior. If a caregiver is spending a significant amount of time with your loved one, or your loved one doesn't want to talk about finances with anyone else, it could be a sign of fraud. Second, keep your loved one apprised of how people may try to scam them. Talk to your loved one about romance scams, tech support scams, home repair scams, gift card scams, and more. The more aware your senior loved one is, the greater the likelihood they will reach out to you if a scammer does contact them. Third, if you're very concerned about this subject or your loved one has a history of falling for scams, consider separating their finances. You can allow your loved one the freedom to have some control over day-to-day spending while you or someone else manages paying the bills. You can control how much money gets put into that account and how often, so that if your loved one does fall victim to a scam, there's much less money at risk. Fourth, give your loved one a specific person to contact if they require help. If you're keeping in regular contact, this will probably happen naturally. However, make sure your loved one knows that you are always available to help evaluate whether or not a message or phone call is legitimate. And along the same line, if your loved one does reach out to you, always respond with kindness and support. This is especially important if the person reaches out to you after already giving the scammer money or otherwise falling victim to the crook. Don't be critical or make statements like, How in the world did you believe that story? You should point out the holes in the story, but do it with the goal of helping ensure your loved one doesn't fall victim again. Fifth, consider purchasing less complex devices for your loved one. If you just want this person to have a phone to make calls, don't get a smartphone. Extra features on a device will make it seem more complex and unusable to someone who isn't as technologically literate. The more features a phone has that a senior can't understand, the more likely it is those features could be used to scam your loved one. If your only option is a smartphone or a more complex device, try to make it feel as simple as possible. Remove everything extraneous from the home screen and delete as much as possible from the device. Disable features and tracking options Whenever you can. Sixth, ask your special someone for permission to monitor their bank account online. While this probably won't stop someone from initially falling victim to a scam, it could help you identify it and prevent your loved one from falling victim again. Once a criminal identifies your loved one as vulnerable, they will receive more scam calls and messages. By monitoring bank accounts, you can hopefully stop your loved one from becoming a repeat victim. And seventh, if you are still concerned about your loved one and you don't have time to monitor their banking activity constantly, consider signing up for a monitoring service. These services will perform daily checks on the bank accounts of your loved ones. Watching for common signs of fraud like large withdrawals or strange charges or transfers. Depending on the plan you purchase, these services might even help you remediate problems that can arise from falling victim. However, ensuring everything is cleaned up will still be up to you. However, I do have one comment about these services. If you're at the point where you're considering monitoring, you're probably also very close to the point where someone else needs to be handling finances. But if your loved one isn't quite ready to relinquish control or you're not quite ready to broach the subject, a monitoring service can be a compromise solution. And as a final note, if your loved one becomes a fraud victim, make sure that you report it to the appropriate authorities. It might seem like a pointless step, since it's unlikely you'll ever get anything back. However, every data point that you can provide to the police and the FBI can help them identify and stop these criminals. So if you have a loved one that you want to protect from scams, start by keeping open communication with that person. Make sure you discuss the common scams and tricks that are used by fraudsters. Consider separating their finances into a pool that you control to pay bills and a smaller one for your loved one to manage day-to-day spending. Ensure your loved one knows who to contact if they become a victim or are unsure of what to do. Give them devices that will only do what they need them to do and nothing more ask for permission to monitor their accounts for signs of fraud. And if you're extremely concerned, but not quite ready to take control of your loved one's finances, consider enlisting the help of a fraud monitoring service. And as we draw to a close, it's time for our cybersecurity pop quiz. Each week, We ask you a question about online security or privacy, and it's your job to figure out the right answer. Next week's episode, will discuss mistakes that you could be making in backing up your data. So the question is, which of these is not a common mistake people make with their backups? A. Putting all your backup copies in one place. B. Automating the backup process. C. Never testing the restore process. Or D. Not checking to ensure all your data is backed up. Come back again next time to find out the answer or visit cybersecuritymadepersonalcom pop quiz to submit your guess and get the chance to win a $25 Amazon gift card when we conclude Season 4 in August. So that brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, stay safe. Thanks again for joining us for the Cybersecurity Made Personal podcast. Check out the show notes page linked in the description for more information about today's tip and a transcription of today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, we would love it if you could visit our welcome page at cybersecuritymadepersonal.com welcome. There, you can find more information about the show and links to some of our most popular episodes. Cybersecuritymadepersonal.com is provided for educational purposes only. Don't take any action on your computer, phone, or other device unless you understand what you're doing and the possible consequences. Visit cybersecuritymadepersonal.com slash disclaimer for more information. Cybersecurity Made Personal is a production of Personal Tech Media. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, stay safe.